just a feeling. It's just a feeling. It's like, how do you tell somebody how it feels to be in love? How are you going to tell anybody who has not been in love how it feels to be in love? You cannot do it to save your life. You can describe things, but you can't tell them. But you know it when it happens. That's what I mean by free. I've had a couple of times on stage when I really felt free. And that's my mouth. That's oh. really something. <laughs> Ow! Like all, all, like, like, I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. I mean, really, no fear. If I, if I could have that half of my life, no fear. Lots of children have no fear. Alrighty, alrighty, everybody. Thank you for um, tuning in today. I have Linda here today. And um, first of all, a couple things before I get into everything. Um, this is our, actually our 10th episode, and we're reaching almost um, 100 listeners. So that's really great coming in. So I'm excited about that. Um, it definitely shows that the information is um, something that people are I'm listening to, and it, they're finding it valuable. So, of course, I want to continue to keep um, airing these shows and bringing on great people who are doing great things in their community, who are um, facing adversity and showing us that it can be done. So, um, first of all, thank you, Malenia, for taking your time and agreeing to come on the show today. So, um, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, of course. Um First of all, we're here um, pretty much to talk about, I've been kind of, you know, sharing things on social media, and um, I've been following you on Facebook for a while, and you're a really very positive person, an inspirational person, and um, you talk a lot about self-care, just a little background, and you can go in further, but um, you're a massage therapist, and also um, you do a body and mind coaching, so I really wanted to have you here because I see um, especially a lot of black women are entrepreneurs today. We have children, and we need to take care of ourselves. We need to take time out to say, hey, you know, my kids deserve the best, of course, you know, being a wife or whatever, your job, the dedication you're putting in there, but what are you doing for you? So um, if you want to kind of just step in and tell me a little bit about how you got started into doing all of these things that you're doing? Um, okay. So I'll go back to when I had my baby girl, which she's 12 now, so that's about 2005. Um, she had to have surgery after she was born. She was a preemie, and um, the doctors had told me that she was going to have to be in the hospital roughly for about three months. And that's devastating after you have a child and you can't bring your baby home. Mm-hmm. So what I did is my intentions were to be at the hospital with her every day for at least eight hours. Um, not at that time. I didn't know exactly how powerful touch was, but I knew that as a parent, I wanted to give her all of me, um, along with still spending time with my other children, but I knew she needed me to be beside her. So I went in every day for eight hours a day um, and held her, loved her, talked to her, spoke life into her. Um, she went from having to be in the hospital for three months to being in a hospital for two weeks hmm. after that. I was like, I'm sold on it. Like, as I can hold and touch my baby and give her my power, my healing, my touch, I should be able to make somebody else feel this way. I can give this to somebody else. Um, so that, in return, inspired me to go and look into massage therapy. And when I started with massage, I thought about it from a physical therapy standpoint. So I wanted to do more of the stretches and the repair work that was done to the muscles. Um, And (laughs) after really getting into it, I saw that it was more about healing, and I wanted to heal, and I wanted to give back. So um, with self-care, I dug deep the last two years. Um, I was kind of in a relationship that I I feel as though I had lost myself, and um, I needed to get back in tune with who I was. I was in a deep, dark place. I was drinking every day. I was negative. Um, a lot of my friends didn't want to be around me, and I really didn't see it at the time. And then just one morning I woke up, and I was just like, you know what? You don't want to feel like this anymore. You know, you don't want to have to drink every day. You don't want to have to have negative thoughts. You don't want to be called negative Nancy. How do we change this? And I knew at that point that I needed to look inside. I needed to do some soul searching, and I needed to start loving myself. 
And with loving myself, that meant me giving positive affirmations to myself every day. Um, it meant me meditating and praying on change. Um, it meant me spending time alone, whether it was taking that walk in the park, um, whether it was diligently working in my business to see my business grow, and I knew that would help me, and that's, that's what I did. I just I loved me for a while instead of mm-hmm. giving myself to everybody else. Um, my family, yes, they still got a piece of me, but I separated myself from friends um, and negativity in order to see myself grow and, and see the changes that needed to happen. And loving yourself is going to be, the honestly, the best part of self-care. That's it. When you start giving yourself self-love, that is definitely the first and foremost part of self-care. Wow. Well, um, first of all, that story is just wonderful and how you got started. I mean, <clears throat> nowadays it's like when I had my um, second son at the hospital, they didn't really have where, you know, the baby went out of the room, which I really didn't want that. But, but it's really good to see that, you know, it was kind of pushed to have that one-on-one contact because it's so important. Um, as a child is growing, to have that, to have that nurturing, that touch, you know. And um, massage therapy is such a great connection. Like you said, it's, it's healing, it's energy. You're passing your energy to somebody else once you're doing right. massage. Right. People think about it um, in that aspect, and um, it's something that they should think about because, like we were talking before, um, we went live about how draining, you know, when – you're doing things and you're giving energy in it, it can be. So um, what are some things that you could have doing after work or, you know, you've done several um, massages in a day? Like what are kind of some of your wind-down things? Um, gosh, I normally have really long days, and I'm pretty sure any other entrepreneur or mom does as well. Um, what I do is I normally come home, we have dinner, Um, I try to help with homework, make sure everybody's together, and I have a routine of smudging or saging just to kind of remove some of the negative energy out of me. Um, I like to use aromatherapy as well. Um, I burn incense, and typically every night before I go to bed, I try to meditate, and I try to set an intention before I get up in the morning. So um, I want to go to bed peaceful. I want to remove all all negative thoughts, anything that was coming towards me, it has to be gone. I want to wake up in the morning and feel fresh, renewed, and it's those three steps. And when I alter from those, it seems like my days don't go as they should or um, I don't sleep as peaceful as night. at night when I sage or when I use my aromatherapies. Um, I also mm-hmm. like to use crystals as well. I'm pretty sure you know about those and the powers that they have, but I love to sleep yeah. with a rose quartz crystal. Um the amethyst crystal I like to keep in my pocket. Um, just just the energy to keep that positive energy around me is what I like to have. So yeah, I, reading a book also is awesome too. I do that at night instead of watching TV. Um, I, I might only watch TV on the weekends, and it's not a lot. Like I don't do any reality TV or anything like that. So it's pretty much like HGTV um, or catching up on Scandal. That's like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Right. right. I try to read at night before I go to bed. Right. Reading is definitely something that can kind of ease your mind and you're gaining knowledge while doing it. I was telling you before we were live um, how I'm reading the book and I find so much pleasure in kind of just taking the time out to like give myself some mental therapy. Like it's so needed. Like um, like I say, everybody's mm-hmm. entrepreneur now. We have family. Even if you're working a nine to five, not to discredit anybody, you know, what they're doing, we all take time out of our lives to do each and everything that we do. And um, it's just important for women, first of all, to support one another and to encourage each other through these things and to have real conversations like we're having today. Because, I mean, we have issues that we all face and we need to support each other as a community and especially as black women. I mean, we have so many different odds kind of stacked up against us in society, you know. Um, so it's just kind of refreshing to have a place to kind of be able to come and talk it out and support one another and kind of share experiences with each other because that's how we learn. I mean, we learn from experience. And right, right. Uh, it's not always saying, you know, a person has made six figures and, you know, they're able to guide somebody. And, yeah, that's true. But experience will always be one of the best teachers. You know, and your story leads to somebody else 
doing something, my story can lead to somebody else doing something inspiring, not quitting, keep you know, to keep going with whatever goals that they're working on. So um, I kind of wanted to go into um, a little bit more about um, some of the adversities as women that we can face. I've been pretty vocal about, you know, some of the things. I'm sure you follow me on Facebook for a while and kind of what my brand exemplifies. Um, you um, talked about in your bio about being a teen mother, and um, I just want you to share a little bit about, you know, some of the challenges that you face with being a teen mother and how you kind of overcame those and made it into a positive thing. Okay, yeah. Um, so I had my son at 15. Um, wow, and you're talking about a life changer. Um, I kind of, well, I hid that pregnancy from my parents. My parents didn't find out until I was seven months pregnant. They were not prepared, and nor were they expecting me to have to tell them that I was. Um, the school kind of forced my hand, and I guess if it was left up to me, I would have probably kept it a secret until it was time for me to deliver. Um I had the support of my mom and my dad the entire time. Um, they pushed me to get through high school and to graduate. They did not want me to be a statistic of society um, and not have a diploma. So right. um, with them, you know, with them by my side, with them pushing me, um, they were my support. I, I felt it was like I was, well, I felt as though I was an outcast in high school because, again, I was a teen mom. No one else in high school, well, there was maybe one or two other people that had children, but, you know, you're talking about being amongst a hundred other kids, and you're the chick that's referred to as, oh, yeah, that's Mimi with the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that doesn't feel so good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be referred to as Mimi as a baby. Yeah, I have a kid, but there's so much more to me other than that. Like, <laughs> I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was a nerd in school. I, I was competitive like there's more to me than just the kid he he is a product of me but at least address me by Mimi and that Mimi was <laughs> the chick with the baby so um you know after I got out of high school I just pushed I pushed and I pushed I've, I've kept a job since I was 16 um 16 to 34 I might have only had six jobs in my lifespan um I have been homeless as well and I pushed through that. I stayed with a friend for a while until I was able to get back on my feet, but I didn't have my children with me at the time. So you're mm-hmm. talking about being a mom and not having your kids um, and knowing that a piece of you is gone. So at the time I had two jobs, and I just worked and worked and worked and, and got to a place where I could get them back. Um, mm-hmm. And not many people know that I didn't have my kids, um, but it's, it's it's a struggle not having your baby with you. And, you know, you have to strive to get to that place where you can bring them back home and y'all can all be one um, and be together. Like, that's, that's, that's the rough part for me to have to tell people, you know, like, this this was a part of me. Have, I've grown through it. Um, and I was telling a girlfriend of mine the other day, like, I can look back at my life and, and smile and rejoice about the challenges that I have been through because had I not went through any of that, I wouldn't be the person that you're speaking with right now. Um, I wouldn't be the business owner. I wouldn't have um, stepped out and challenged myself to open up a bigger space as far as my business goes. I wouldn't be pushing myself to open up a second business under my name as my brand. Um, just It would be so much that wouldn't be taking place right now. And because of those experiences, everybody has them. Everybody has trials and tribulations, and it's how you approach them. Either you can wallow in it and, and, and sulk, or you can take the – the good of it because there is something that you can pull from it that's going to be positive and you can grow. You can use that to grow. Um, and that's how I'd apply it in my business right now. I've been through all of that. And if I can go through all of that and still be here, there's no reason why I can't be successful in my business. No reason, no reason at all. Right. Well, I love that. That's awesome. I mean, you're really, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, you kind of like, you know, you follow people on social media and, you know, you kind of have that energy with some people. You're like, wait a minute, you know, this person right here, like, they're really bringing forth something that kind of radiates beyond, you know, some of the other things that are going on. And, you know, um, like I said, I've been following you, so it's, like, important for me. I said, you know what, I'm going to ask her if she can come on the show, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, it's crazy you know, that you did it. 
<laughs> because I had been telling a few of my friends, I'm like, hey, look, man, let's let's go together and let's do a podcast. Like, let's do a blog. Let's do something. You know what I'm saying? Let's get on radio. We can do this. And, you know, a few right. of them are like, mm, not right now. Let's shy back. And you ended up hitting me in my inbox. And I'm like, yo, like, it's the universe. It's speaking to me. It's time for me to go ahead and just do this. Ask her how she did it. Have her explain to me. Give me some tips and some tools, and I can go ahead and start doing my own thing. It ain't no reason why I can't do it, you know? Like, get out here. You definitely um, do it. And it's, I wanted to share something about that, actually, um, while we're talking about it. And the perspective that I can put it in for myself and, you know, to encourage other people to do it is, um, you know, I have a vision of people that I want to associate with. I have a vision of information that right. I want to supply to other people. You know, I'm definitely a brand um, with meaning, and it was important for me. If the, the people weren't coming to me, then I was going to get up and create a place for those people to right. be surrounded by, you know. Right, right. And that's what I did. You know, I said, okay, I want to be around creatives. I want to be about around people who are making a difference in their community. I'm going to make a platform to make that possible. I'm not going to wait, you know, for those people to come to me because they may, they may never come, you know. So <clears throat> that's just kind of a little bit of push to say, hey, you know, create those opportunities. Don't be scared. Get up out here and just say, hey, you know what? I might have one listener starting out, you know, or zero, but I showed right. up and tried it. So <laughs> that's kind of, you know, pretty much the basis of it and I'm glad that I did create this platform because it's been something that's been a blessing to me and I appreciate everybody that I've come in contact with and you know building new relationships and um you know having a moment to share a real conversation with somebody who can um their story can encourage me to keep going because I'm definitely not perfect I have room to grow and I love learning from other people so um that's just kind of like you know, a little push to go ahead and do it. And, of course, any questions that you have to ask, I'll definitely be happy to help you with that and, um, you know, get you on the track so you can make that possible. I think it will be something great with what you're doing because, you know, you can have weekly sessions and talk about all of these great things that you're doing and people need motivation. People love to be inspired and um, it's it's a, a great market for people who want to be motivated by others. So, um I have my co-host here, Peja, and um, hey, Peja, how are you? <laughs> Finding you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to come in late. Sorry about that. I'm having technical difficulties, but I'm here now. <laughs> That's <laughs> but good. I'm good. To believe it or not, like I've really just been enjoying uh, the great questions that Samantha's asking, and then like your answers have just been like so so positive and so wonderful because you faced adversities that some of us did not face will never face because we're past those phases in our life and it's nice to know that like no matter what you went through no matter what you faced you somehow came up out of it and the thing about when we look back is like you know um a lot there's no plan usually like we we get thrown into situations and we're like, okay, well, I'm going to work my way out of it. And then you look back at yourself and you're like, dang, I did that. And it motivates you to keep going. And so um, what would you say, let me ask this then, what would you say to someone? Because there are a lot of people, you know, that's more common than people really want you to believe because a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but someone who had, I don't want to call it a setback, but, um, face adversity, rather, of, like, being a teen mom or a homelessness, and they just don't see a way out of those scenarios right now. Like, what would be your advice to them? To keep going. Like, just know that you have that strength inside of you. You know, it's not going to be the end. Um, like you said, we have these challenges. They come up unexpectedly. Um, if you can prepare for some of those situations, then yeah, you can, but most of the times we don't. I didn't, I want to say at those times, I didn't think I had it. You know, I was just like, I want to give up. It's the end of the world. Like, this, how did I get myself in this position? But I guess for me, I've got three kids. Mm-hmm. And I, if I don't have anything else to fight for, I got to fight for them. I got to show them 
that, yeah, mommy made this mistake, but mommy going to get us right back. You know, we, we going to, I'm going to strive for them. And, and, and it doesn't always have to be about me, but have a greater goal to reach for, you know, just, you know that this is your obstacle. How can you look at your obstacle and make it better and come up out of it? Because it, 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 there's a silver lining. You know, people don't want to believe that. And it's mindset, for real. People don't want to believe that you can find exactly. gratitude in, in a bad situation. Mm. You know, you, it, there, there's always something that you can find or, or there has to be a positive. And I, I didn't see it at first. I, I didn't. I used to always think negatively. Um, and I'm not even sure where I picked that up at. But when I decided to change how I looked at my situations and change how I looked at my life, like, it was just like, you have to be positive and be positive at all times. Regardless of what happens, there has to be some form of positivity in it. And when I saw and when I changed my mindset is when I started to see things differently. Like, I can get face, like, matter of fact, last week, (laughs) I'm driving my car, the check engine light comes on, it runs hot, and I'm just like, all right, stop it. You don't know what's wrong with it. Don't try to go any further. We're going to get it told. Whatever the problem is, it's going to be okay. you talking about hitting my pockets hard, five, six hundred dollars to get my car fixed, and I don't have five or six hundred dollars to get my car fixed. Like, oh. Hmm. Okay, well, we're going to be, it's going to be okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work itself out. I'm going to be good. The car is going to get fixed, and we're going to be able to keep moving. And it worked itself out. I did not allow that to stress me. Because if I had, it just it would have been stress. I would have had pain. My back would have been neck and shoulders tight, you know, thinking negatively. Mm-hmm. I ain't never going to get my car fixed or just the worst of the worst. And that's not how you want to approach the situation. Like anything that faces you, you always trying to want to find a positive. Like you just, you got to. You got to. Oh, yeah, and the strength is what's going to pull you through. Yes, it's definitely uh, mindset because, you know, people can look and say, well, how are you doing this? You're doing that, you know, and it's like, wait, you know, like, I've been through a lot to get to this point. Like, it didn't happen. I didn't wake up like, oh, my God, you know, today I'm just going to do all of these great things. Like, you learn as you're going, you know, and sometimes challenges that we face, can make us, you know, go a little bit harder than, you know, maybe somebody who might not have had those experiences because we know what it feels like to, you know, maybe to be lonely, to be <clears throat> feeling like you can't win in a situation, to lose people, you know. Um, it's just so many challenges that we face on a day-to-day basis, and you can't let it get you down. I mean, like you said, it's always something positive in a situation, even though at the moment it may not seem that way. But, you know, it's like that saying, trouble doesn't last always, you know. Right. You have to really push through it and make it do something that, you know, can um, really take you to the next level once you get to that point. Because I think a lot of it is like being mentally prepared for these situations that you're going to come into later in life, like being a business owner. You know what I mean? Like you have to be Uh prepared. Sometimes we want to rush into doing all of these things when – it's really not time for you to be there. You know, it's not time for right, you to right. be a millionaire or whatever these things are. You need to prepare to get into those situations. So um, what are some tips that you give people who are seeking kind of like body and mind coaching? And um, I heard you talk about aromatherapy. Like what what would a session be like when you're with the client? Um, so how I approach my sessions with my clients is we have a consultation. Um, I listen to them talk. I want to find out what's going on, where is the pain, um, or the stress showing up in their bodies. A lot of times, um, people don't pay attention to the pain that's associated in their bodies. They just say that, oh, it's my neck and my shoulders, or, you know, it's my lower back, but it's, it's from a, a point of stress. So what I try to get my clients to do now is, when I'm talking to them, it's just like, well, when you become overwhelmed or when you become stressed, where does it show up at? And they're like, mm-hmm. well, I hadn't thought about that. And I'm just like, well, well, let's, you know, let's discuss it. Like, so what happened at work today? And they'll say, like, their manager got on their nerves or um, they had a task that was thrown upon them and they wasn't expecting it. And all of a sudden they became agitated. So I'm just like, well, what happened then? And they're like, well, my shoulders got tight. And I'm just like, well, that's, you know, that's a trigger for you. You're, whatever your boss did to you to get you angry, 
your your stress is showing up as pain in your neck and your shoulders. Um, it doesn't always have to be like one of those painful pains that you have, um, like maybe you injure yourself. It's nothing like that. So we'll discuss those things. I try to figure out where they have, um, where where their focus points needs to be at. Um, we'll do either a 60-minute massage or a 90-minute massage, and um, I'll work on those areas. It's full body. I'm all about relaxation. I'm all about trying to get you to release. Um, sometimes I do breathing techniques with a few of my clients because some of them don't know how to breathe. So just getting them to relax while they're on their table um, we'll start off with a counting of breathing. So I'll have them start counting to four when they take four deep breaths, hold it for eight seconds, and then let it go for seven. And once they begin to start to relax, you know, I'll start the session. Um, and then after the session, or I'll use aromatherapy in it sometimes. It depends on what their goal is um, that I have set in place for them. But after the session, we'll talk about how they feel. Um, what do I want to do the next time in their session, or what do they feel like they want to go with their session? Um, a lot of times they end up seeing that there's pain in other areas that they didn't know about because they're ignoring their body and only focusing in on one area. Um, so sometimes it might be their legs and their feet, or they didn't realize how tight their hands were. Um, and a lot of times people don't pay attention to their hands and their feet because those are the areas that we use all the time. So you're kind of immune to those being tight. Um, mm-hmm. And I give action plans sometimes. So. Um, homework for some people, which I like to call action plans, is journaling about how you felt after your massage. Um, what do you want to do as self-care? So when you come back, we have other things to discuss. Um, you know, if you want to do weekly massages for self-care and that's that's a goal for you, then I want to try to figure out a way that we can make that happen. Or if you want to just know what your triggers are as far as your stress, then I want to help you get to that place. Um, a lot of people don't know what triggers them. You know, I know for me, it's having things thrown at me, and I kind of don't have control over the situation. So I have to find ways to know that, okay, even though it's being thrown at me, you, you still do. You can control it. You control. You can try to control the outcome. You know, how do I work to not feel overwhelmed when being rushed or being placed in a situation at the last minute? Um, I don't like to feel like that because then I feel like I'm unprepared, and I try to be prepared for things when I'm approaching them. So... um Aromatherapy, to me, as you asked, it's, it's the best thing. Um, essential oils can help you in so many ways. Um, they have an array of essential oils for relaxation. You can have stuff for muscle aches and pains. Um, you can ingest them. If you get the correct brand, you can ingest them, and they can help with healing um, as a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. And, Samantha, I know you know about this because you are all about that holistic stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm really deep into it. You know, I always feel like the weird, weird chick because I'm always burning stuff and mixing it. They can do wonders, man. Like, if people really yeah, turn, wonders, I, I think, yeah, like, you know, um, I'm an advocate for me being that I'm in health and wellness um, and somewhat of a holistic approach. I believe in trying anything alternative before, um, you know, trying to go under the knife or maybe taking medication. And I know I shouldn't maybe be recommending that, but it, there's there's natural herbs and stuff that you can take that can help and heal the body before you have to take a prescription. Um, and it's just kind of doing the research and having a conversation with your doctor or seeking a, a, a neuropath um, or holistic practitioner that can help you with those things. So uh, I'm just, yeah. And the thing about it is, you know, and I'm just going to have to keep it real for a second, a lot of those things are natural to us, and they're what we are supposed to be doing. But, you know, in society they've made us believe, like, you know, these things are like voodoo, and it's just all this craziness, and Mm -hmm. and it's, it's something that we shouldn't be doing because it's they get crazy with it, you know, and it's like, no, that's voodoo, that's this. No, this is a healing property that's naturally known to me, and that's why I'm drawn to wanting to go here and find out what this is about because it's embedded in my genes. <laughs> and right, right, yeah. You have to kind of just pay attention to your mind and what your mind is telling you to do and research and be able to, like, you know, take those steps to kind of implement what works best for your body because, Honestly, nobody knows your body better than you. You live in it every day, you know, and you kind of, like you say, you have to kind of learn and sit there and write down things that are triggers for you, you know, things that, okay, I mean, it might sound like a lot, but to kind of, like, write down, hey, 
you know, these things right here trigger me to feel anxiety, you know, or um, right, yeah, depression, or you know, so you can kind of pinpoint, you know, areas that you definitely need to work on. Um, like that's one of my things that I have. Um, like when I speak with people, or as I give my approach on, you know, steps to self care. My first step with self care is always listen to your body. Like take a minute and just stop what you're doing and listen, because it's gonna tell you what you want. And the funny thing is, we do we listen to it any other time. When it growls, we know we're hungry. When we have a headache, we need to take medication. But you won't take the time to know that you need a hug or. Um, you need to rest because you're exhausted. Like, you know, we continue to keep pushing and pushing and pushing, but not really listening. Like, stop and listen because it's going to guide you. It's going to tell you what's going on and what you need if you're just willing to take that moment and just tune in and, and listen to what it's saying. Like, that's the first thing that I always recommend with self-care is just pay attention to your body. It's all you got to do, and, and it'll lead you to where you need to go. Right. All this is kind of taking notes here because it's information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being put out. I hope everybody can like just take a minute and kind of grab a notebook. Of course, you know you can download this on iTunes and download it on your phone to kind of come back and listen to everything once we end. Um, the replay is up, so um, it's a lot of good information um that she's giving out and sharing with us and. I definitely appreciate, you know, everything that you're sharing and being so open about. And um, I wanted to talk real quick about breathing um, because I know how important it is to connect with yourself from the inside out and how important just taking 10 minutes, not 10 minutes, 10 minutes is a bit long. I mean, you can do 10 minutes, but talk about just how important, like, I mean, yeah, because you kind of get this thing when you're thinking about meditating and you think you have to, like, sit there for, like, you know, an hour or 30 minutes and start floating in the air, and it's just not, you know, it's not reality. Like, you know, it's And that's about the misconception the that people have. Yep. Yeah. That's the misconception. And, and you know, for the beginners, because I, I was like that, and I'm pretty sure anybody that knows how to meditate was at that point where they thought they had to sit for five minutes and be still. Like, you can sit mm-hmm. for 30 seconds. And that can be the start of your meditation. But you just, you want to, you know, you want to breathe. You, you definitely, a lot of people breathe with their chest, and that's not the proper way to breathe. We're supposed to be breathing from our diaphragm and bringing it up. So you want to feel the belly first. When you're taking your breaths, you want to breathe in really deep and feel your belly, and then you want to exhale out. But a lot of people go, or I probably can't hear me, but it's like, <sighs> that's how they breathe. And that's that's not that's not breathing because <laughs> you're breathing from your chest and that not from your diaphragm. So you want to take deep breaths from your diaphragm. Close your, close your eyes, you know. Um, I mean, maybe we can sit here for a second and do that. So everybody that's listening, close your eyes for a second. Yeah, everybody, let's um, take a minute right now so we can definitely connect with ourselves for a second here. And whenever you're ready, take a big, deep breath. And hold it. And let it out. And that's really all you have to do. Like, just take that minute. Breathe in and breathe out. But you want it to be conscious breathing. You don't just... Breathing fast, like you don't want to do that. You want your breath to be centered. You want to focus on what you're doing um, and kind of just you can let your mind go. Um, I know it took me a minute to, to get into meditation because I thought that I had to sit there for 30 minutes and, and <laughs> to, like you said, float around or tune in. Or what was I supposed to be feeling? Like, like Avatar. Like. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even any of that, you know, and it, it's they tell you that you're supposed to silence your mind. And with meditation, you're not even really supposed to silence your mind. Like you want to be able to take those thoughts that are coming to you and then journal about them, write them down because you're bringing information to yourself. So not necessarily be quiet. You know, you don't want everything to stop, but you want to be focused on what's coming to you and pay attention to it, receive it, write it down. Um, Because one, it could be a new idea. It could be an invention. It could be um, the start of a new business. 
It could be how you're feeling and moving forward. Um, it, it's a lot of stuff that can come to you from meditation. Um, I do it. I try to do it daily, or I try to do it in between breaks with clients just to help center myself. Um, but, yeah, breathe, man. <laughs> Open your lungs up and breathe, breathe. Um, and learn how to breathe. And breathe. You really need to connect, like I said. I mean, like you both of us are saying, you know, just connecting inside out. I mean, it's just so important. I mean, like if you're at work and, you know, you're getting stressed out, you're feeling overwhelmed, say, hey, wait a minute. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Go in the bathroom. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have been sitting on the toilet to anybody. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. But, I mean, stand there, just close your eyes, center yourself, and breathe in and out. And breathe. Come back and, and, and do it again, you know. And um, those little moments sometimes can see you through. I mean, they really can see you through when you're feeling like, oh, my God, like I've just had enough. I'm feeling like I want to break down right now. You know, just take mm-hmm. a minute, breathe in and out. It will bring you right back. It will bring you right back. It really will. That can yeah. be the difference of you having a good day and the difference between you having a bad day. It's just focusing in on how, you, you know, focusing in on your brush. Mm-hmm. And I want to just say, like, um, do I, I like you? I think you should be intentional about quieting your day. I mean, I know a lot of the yeah. times, like, we go to work and stuff like that. We kind of want to be hyped, so we'll come on like loud music and all the kind of stuff like that. But like, I know, like, I use, I use, like, I'm listening. I'm listening more than I'm talking because y'all have no clue how much I need everything you're saying right now. Talking <laughs> much. <laughs> definitely listening more than I'm talking because I needed to be reminded of these things personally. And I think a lot of us do because sometimes we'll create a habit and when we think we're okay, we'll stop. I used to get up every morning and I used to play like just like a sermon, right? I didn't listen to music. I didn't listen to the news. I needed to hear good news, positive news all day. So I would wake up and play a sermon and that used to keep me just on cloud nine all day. And when I would go to bed, because I'm not really good at quieting my own mind, I am, I, that is, the challenge of why I can't do that or I can I need help so what I would do is I would go on YouTube and I would get like guided meditation and by the time you hear the little wave splashing on the YouTube video and the the, the crickets and all the little peaceful sounds and the person in the background take a deep breath you cannot help but calm your soul and you feel like you said you want to take in all the good ideas that may come to you but if you need help Go get help. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cut on because I'm not good at that. I am not good at and quieting my own mind. So I have to, I have to go on YouTube and, or I have to play a CD or a tape or something because on my or get an app. There's apps that do it, but on my yep, own, I, I do it. I use you, um sometimes, and I, I mean I'm right along. Waves are, are what soothes my soul. Like I love the sounds of the beach. Um, I love the sounds of running water, like the creek sounds and things like that. Thunderstorms, all of that is what I can use. Um, but like you said, for the person that's just for like a beginner, and even if you aren't a beginner, um, and you just want to have somebody to help you get relaxed, guided meditation is is awesome. Like I wouldn't deter anybody from using guided meditation. That that is a plus because it it helps you do the work versus you thinking that you can't do the work because you don't know how to do it. So mm-hmm. t- tune on. You know, I use the Calm app sometimes. You can find that on iTunes. Um, and they, they give you a, a, a guided meditation that you can listen to. They give you nature sounds that you can use. They have breathing techniques. Um, and I think that's it's really good. Like some nights when I just, I'm like out of it, I'll pop that on, lay in the bed, and I'm I'm listening as, you know, doing my breathing and hearing the waves. And before I know what I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> it's like a lullaby. Like, yeah. We need, we need help. And like I said, bless all those people who can calm themselves down, you know, but I, I'm one of those people I can't. So, it's okay to say, like, you know what, I can't do it on my own. Let me look up some stuff because there are people who will say, well, I don't know how to turn it off. I don't know how to slow my brain down, and so they won't try. Like, you can't, if you can't do it on your own, that's okay. Like, some of us can't do that. Our minds just run, you know, 90 going north, and we, we can't calm our minds down. But it's okay to cut on the YouTube. I used, I'm, and I'm letting people know it's okay because I felt crazy at first when I realized I had to do it. I felt crazy mm-hmm. when I Try YouTube, and I was like, "You, I'm not YouTube and no 
what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, that's going to make me feel crazy to have to listen to some lady in my bedroom at night say, calm down and breathe in. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I would refuse but because the, I felt easy, you know. But, no, do it. It, it works. <laughs> to commend you on it, though, is that you was even willing to take the step. Like, you, you acknowledged that you needed that. Like, like you said, a lot of people uh, say they can't do it or they won't even acknowledge that they need that extra help. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, being able to come and say that, like, hey, yeah, this not working for me. What can I do to get there? Like, that's, that's a big step. Because I, I try to tell a lot of my clients, they, they use the word can't. And I'm like, stop using the word can't. What can you do? You know, because there is something that you can do. If you're not stuck, you don't have to say that you can't do it. You right. Get rid of can't because you can. There, there's so many other things that you can do. Besides saying that you can't, like this one thing is limiting you here, but what about the thousands that you could do? Yeah, right. That's very, that's very true. You know, and and a lot of people, you know, you, you take your lessons and you kind of start becoming advocates for so many things. You know, you become an advocate for, you know, um, other women who are entrepreneurs and kind of being so free to give out information for them to do certain things because you just have, like, a passion for it. It's different when you have a passion for something because, I mean, you want to see other people do better than you. You know, for me, it's like I want to see people do better than me because I've, you know, definitely had a lot of challenges. And, I mean, I'm not speaking into it as a negative thing because I can pretty much own up to, you know, the life that, you know, I've had all of my life. But, you know, I've turned it into something that was positive, and really want to see people who are facing these challenges that I face do better than me. You know, go out here and and learn from my mistakes and my lessons that I've had in my life and do way, way better. And um, right. it takes a lot to kind of be in that situation to feel like that because, <clears throat> because, I mean, most people kind of aren't that genuine. It's kind of like a doggy dog eat world out here in the business world. And sometimes I'm like, you know, am I – Am I too nice here, you know, but at the end of the day, I have to be me, you know, and whatever comes out of this, it's not really so much to say I want to be, you know, this uh, millionaire or if it's for me to help somebody else on their path, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with saying, oh, okay, if this lesson here wasn't about me having this big makeup company or, or, you know, it wasn't about me, you know, being this big creative and this big, you know, a famous black entrepreneur who created this brand, then so be it. You know, I mean, of course I have expectations and visions of what I want to be, but sometimes like mm-hmm. you said, it's not always a part of the plan. My plan might be right. to help whoever, you know, or, you know, my story leads somebody else to doing it. Hey, you know, if that's how the cookie crumbles, great. I'm proud of myself for being, for being able to be transparent and real and share my experiences to um, help somebody else be better. So, um, always giving help is, is, is what you want to do. Yeah, you definitely want to give with a um, a pure heart and not right. with any intention of receiving anything back from it. Because you know, you know, I had a chat with a lot of people, you know, to get in here, and it was nothing about me saying, "Hey, this person has twenty k followers," you know. I want that. No, it wasn't about that. It was about having a place to have real information. It was about supporting what they're already doing, even though, you know, my numbers might not be up here, but if 10 people can they walk be, don't away, worry. Yeah. <laughs> if 10 people can walk, you know, if one person can walk away and feel like after I left there, I feel like I can go right down the goal because I'm, I, I had to learn down the right goals, you know, and we all start from somewhere, you know, everybody's not just waking up and they're at these really high places. We're learning as we're going. So, I mean, it's just so much to be thankful for, for one, you know, to be thankful for you being yeah. here, for patients being here. I mean, it's just so many things to be thankful for. And I learned to kind of like replace those negative things, you know, if I'm ever feeling in a down situation. I always say, just be thankful. How can you go wrong mm-hmm. with being thankful? You know, you might not have it all or be in this certain situation, but you can always wake up the next day and try again. If God, yeah. you know, the most high feeling, you can wake up the next day 
and you can try again and, you know, hopefully the cycle keeps going on and on and you can, um, you know, keep trying to make that impact that you're striving to reach. So <clears throat> I definitely want to um, – my phone is telling me to go to bed right now. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell, turn that off. Um, so what are some other tools as far as – we? Wait, let's. I'm sorry. Let me track back here again. I want to go into something real quick because this is something that we all do every day, um, and I don't want to be too long with it here. Um, it's 9:45. I don't want to hold you up for too much longer. But let's talk about social media real quick. Let's talk about um, balancing okay. social media. Whew. That one is. Um, it can be a challenge for me, and I'm getting better with it. Um, I know not to read, well, be on social media before I go to bed, because otherwise I take all of those things that I've read and all of that energy with me when I go to bed. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, you you have to have a a breaking point. Like, you have to know that enough is enough. So what I try to do is I try to set daily limits on what I do. So when I get up in the morning, you know, I shower, see what's going on on Facebook, try to post my morning post, um, midday check-in and an afternoon or evening check-in. Like I don't, I just don't want to consume myself because it wasn't once, uh, uh, once upon a time, I, all day, every day, I would even massage, being a massage y'all. And I'm on my, on Facebook scrolling through like, Oh, what's going on on here? And then how tacky is that? Like, how am I giving a massage? And I'm, on Facebook, like, all in the social media, typing messages and everything. And I'm like, oh, you got to get it together. Like, you have to decompress. You got to stop. So I've gotten to a point now where I don't even take my phone in my sessions with me um, or I use it to play music and put it off to the side where I can't touch it. So I have to give all of my attention to my client. But, you know, you got to be able to not pay attention to some of the negative stuff that's there because there's a lot of negativity that is on Facebook. Um, everybody has an opinion nowadays on what they want to say, and, you know, you're supposed to just accept it and go with it. So I would say take in what you can, remove what you can, and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. I like that. I need, I need to um, Yeah, we all need to. And I, I put up a post, and I've been taking like an hour out of the day and like turning my phone off and just kind of disconnecting because the energy can be so much and. For me and my brand, mm-hmm. like, social media presence is, like, something that, because I was modeling before I started all of this brand stuff, so, I mean, just my situation with my brand is just really different, you know, I had, like, a quote-unquote fan base, you know what I'm saying, so people, right. like, look for my social media presence is important, like, I have to kind of, you know, show my face, say this or that, do this or that, you know, and and it's something that is hard. It's hard for me to kind of put the phone down. Like, I'm, like, glued to my hands sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, my neck. Like, I don't want to walk around. <laughs> like a little and flamingo. Thing, right? Yep. Your neck. As much as you hold your phone, like, a lot of people, so some some neck issues, people don't want to believe it or not, but it comes from you holding your cell phone. Like, your cell phone, your tablet, you're always looking down. And you're in your phone and you're scrolling. Like some people have issues with their thumb because they're constantly using their phone and their neck is always down. So when my family members are around me and I see them and they have their phone down, like I lift their head up and I bring their phone up. Like hold your phone dead. If you're going to look at it, put it dead in front of you so you're not extending those muscles in your neck. Um, You're not stretching them because you're always holding them down and that's going to cause them to extend and loosen up instead of them being in their proper position. So take that into consideration. When your neck starts hurting, that's when you looking at your phone constantly. If you're always in it and it's always looking down. Mhm. Exactly. Exactly. You definitely need to kind of detach and know when to just kind of cut it off because it just can be draining. Like you can, I can get, I can get sucked in quick. Like my span is just like my span is short. Like I'm like, oh hey, those shoes are cute. Like. <laughs> I can't believe that and then I'm all up in it girl I'm like wait a minute come on wear yourself back in sister girl you came here just to post this video okay you did come here to dang share 20 memes and look at cute shoes so it's just so much (laughs) (laughs) 
it's now that like, I mean, it's really you. You don't even mean to. You will sit down and be like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> see, like a pose. And next I think thing it's, a, know, it's like an addiction. It's definitely an addiction. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's it's similar to an addiction. Like people just can't can't let it go. I mean, and it's pretty mm-hmm. sad when people say that they got a detox from social media. Like you got a detox from social, you detoxing from technology. Like yeah. that's how bad it is nowadays that yeah, you gotta say. put it away. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised in like a couple years they're gonna have like rehab centers for social media. Like it's gonna be. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure they already got it. Yeah, I'm sure they already got it. You watch, it's gonna be like a huge thing. They're like, man, I just can't stay off of Twitter and Facebook. Right, right. Yeah. It's gonna be capitalized on everything, but because we do know it's such an addiction, I think detoxing is healthy. Before. Social media became such a big part of my career because even though I've been doing makeup a while, social media wasn't always that important. And at the beginning of the year, my church has a part of, you know, every church does that fast in the beginning of the year. And for 40 days, you know, we could not be on social media. And I'm going to tell you, that is some of the most productive time I've ever had in my life. Those 40, I can't really do that anymore, obviously. But when I had the room to do it and social media wasn't kind of detrimental to my business, right? my God, it was such a happy, healthy time. I mean, I'm just believe, and I, I'm thinking back to it in my mind right now. I'm like, man, it was kind of okay. Like, ignorance was bliss for a moment. It was nice not knowing what everybody else is doing, whose baby mama did what, what Trump tweeted, or whatever, you know, <laughs> nice. No, it was nice to call. No, and it was iffy. And you, we need to do it more often. I, 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 and I'll be honest. As much as I know it's detrimental, and I know there's some positives in social media, I hate that it's so important for certain certain type certain career types because I miss being able to take that month and a you know month and a half or month and a couple of weeks and not be on social media. And I was dedicated to it. I deleted the apps off of my phone during those first you know, a couple weeks of the year just right. to make sure I see. And after the first couple of days is hard, but after you go a week without social media, you feel, girl, you feel like you just took a, a sip of lemonade on a summer day. It's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. I think it that's what you need to do it. it. If you can do it without losing yeah. business or money, I say do it. Take 40 days, whatever, you know, take two weeks, whatever you can afford to take. But yeah. But from it. You will love everything Everything around you. Your vision will just become so much more clear. You'll start noticing things you didn't notice before. It's beautiful. You're like, wait a yeah, minute. Is like, I haven't seen one of those in a year. <laughs> 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 You're like, oh my God, look at nature. Is that a cloud? I mean, it gets to be that serious out here. Like, I mean, people are totally, I'm one of them. I'm self-admitted because my business is um, 100% um, I'm not going to say 100%, but 95% of it is online. It's about online, my social media yeah. It's about me being there. And, um, hey, I'm I'm the one. I'm the one who probably needs a break and kind of tell myself I'm, I don't know when to cut it off. I'm a hard worker. I don't know when to say, hey, that's enough, you know, because my mind is always trying to do things that are – I'm a big researcher, so a lot of times I'm researching. Um <clears throat> I'm kind of. Do you automate your post? Um, well, sometimes I've tried that, but I've had some issues with uh, uh, what is it? What's the most popular one that people use? Um, it didn't let me use my hashtag, so I ended up having to do a manual post. I'm like, what is this good for? Like, I'm not feeling this. Okay. Maybe okay. I need. To yeah, maybe I need I to upgrade. Say- maybe it's a different. Package or something you can get that will add the um, hashtags in for it. So I probably should check into that. But I do need to sometimes, like I had them running for a while, but you know, a lot of my page, um, especially on Instagram, is just a lot of my personality. Like, you know, people kind of come just for the person. I'm not going to say they come just for the person, they appreciate the personality. You know, like I share a lot of things that are kind of like, 
you know, true to my personality, it makes you laugh. Like, you kind of look forward to it. You know, you're like, oh, okay, this is great. Like, I'm enjoying the page, not just besides the makeup, but, you know, some days it's right. positive. Like, kind of go with my mood, you know, and. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, people enjoy that. But um, <clears throat> I guess um, we can get ready to kind of, like, um, wrap it up here. I mean, you did a wonderful job on just explaining so many great things. And uh, we have quite a bit of listeners here today. And um, I just appreciate everybody uh, for tuning in. And I hope you were able to take something away from um, the broadcast today. Oh. <clears throat> And um, I kind of was, like, thinking about, since we were all here and um, everybody's on the line, um, I was kind of thinking about how about if we came back and, um, let's see, you all think of a time frame. Let's set a goal and come back here and talk about that, if everybody's up to it. Okay. I am, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um. I'll let you choose then because this is your area. Um, I, I want you to choose something for us to work on in regards to being better at, you know, self-care and taking care of ourselves. And I want to just come back and um, I hope everybody who's listening today will come back and um, rejoin us. And I'll post about it on social media page. But if you could give us a challenge and give us a time frame and let's come back and talk about um, the changes that we saw after this. Okay, so this is one of the ones that I like to do or I I promote to um, my following on Facebook. Um, Try to take five to ten minutes out of your day, every day, just for you. I don't care if it's taking that time to breathe, if you get five minutes to read a book, five minutes to journal, you give yourself that time. Set boundaries, you know, whether it's at lunch and you got a friend that want to come with you, you know, hey, you got to give me my five minutes of space and I'll be back to you. Um, take that time. You'll, you'll be surprised when you just take a second to pay attention. Take a second to dig into you. Take a second to have that moment of, of your space and acknowledge yourself. Um, it can be very, very, very powerful. Um, I try to do it every day. I go to work early just so I can have my time and, and let it be me and no one else is in the office, and I enjoy that. And I get a lot done by just honoring myself, honoring my boundaries, and having that space. So I would like to challenge everybody to take five minutes out of your day, five to ten minutes out of your day, and just be with yourself. It's not hard. Just okay. take that moment. Set that boundary and enjoy it. Um, what? Well, um, how long do you think we should go? Before we do, do you want to do like a week or um, like come back next week sometime and recap on everything? Once we do? Sure, like yeah, we can come back next week and talk about it. I would like to know how you know how y'all ladies did. Um, especially positive since you have to listen to music at night. I want to know, you should try your five minutes at night. Take your five minutes and, and relax at night and maybe not necessarily during the day. Give you that pre going into your, your bedtime thing and enjoying or journaling about, you know, how you want to feel before you go to bed. That might be a good thing. But, yeah, I would like, yeah, we could do a week. Okay. So um, I'll just uh... – um, post to, I'm um, not sure where the listeners seem to be kind of a little bit from all over. So um, I post on my social media and um, with the day and we always start at nine o'clock. That's kind of like our etched in stone time. So it'll be at nine for sure. But let's just kind of, you know, do something different, set a goal, work together and kind of talk about what changes we've seen Um after doing all of this, and um, I think it'll be a good recap and give us something to be motivated about to really implement um, kind of hands-on what we're learning here, not just talking about it, but kind of like being about it, you know what I mean? And that's kind of really right, right. ultimately, you know, the goal, you know, you don't want, I don't want to be up here just like, hey, you know, this is cool, she's doing massages, <laughs> and, you know, she's coming here, you know, and this and that, but want to be about it. So let's just be about it and kind of um, take the time out 
um, and come back and recap and talk about how we noticed some changes. And next time, what we'll do is, if everybody comes back again, who's listening, and we'll open up the lines and we'll just have like a group talk. Um, we can do a 30-minute talk, however long, you know, you all kind of feel like talking. I know, you know, we have things to do and kind of wake up early and all of that. But uh, let's just make that our goal. So, <clears throat> Malia, I really um, 100%, I'm so glad that the social media energy wave sent me to you to kind of come forward and say, hey, like, let's connect here. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have Conquered a fear and <laughs> did a goal all in one day. So. And and normally I'm really a planner. I I write down everything. Um, you can, I, I tell Paige all the time. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I write. I'm I wrote down the name of the show on a piece of paper. You know, I write down everything because when I write down something, normally it happens. You know, the people show up or if I'm writing down the goal, then it makes it realistic. Um, shit gets real real quick when you write down the goal. If you want to complete a goal, manifestation. Write it down. That's right. <laughs> write it down. Manifestation. Look at it. And um, visualize, like, really put pictures up if you have to. If you expect a certain clientele, put a picture up of the exact type of person that you would like to see coming in. So um, this was really a great show. Um, Like I said, this was episode 10. We're hitting into coming uh, up to 100 listeners. We've hit Nigeria. We've hit um, India. Um, all across the United States, um, a few other places. So this is really a great movement that we have here, and this is for all of us. Anytime, uh, Melanie, anytime you want to use this platform to come on and do a show, you know, just let me know. I'm willing to, you know, open those doors up, Paige, or you too. Anytime you guys just want to, hey, I need to come on, Samantha. I need to talk about something, you know. This is for all of us, you know. This is a platform for us to come and, um, you know, just have somewhere to talk it out and <clears throat> besides social media. So, um, you know, just connect with me and let me know what's on your mind, and I'll definitely be willing to um, give you this flat platform to do anything you need to do until you transition into, you know, doing your own thing. So, um, again, thank you, everybody. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoy myself. Thank you for I being here. Tasia, thanks for being here. Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to I'm just gonna do the rundown real quick. Thanks to for us to be here today. Um uh everybody give out their social media real quick, please. Hey, sure. you here. Y'all can find me at my Linda Monet um on Instagram and on Facebook and my website is www.mylinyamilinyamonet.com Yes, I am. Yes. Get that. She has to spill ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys can find me at PJ Loves PJ on, on everything. Everything. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, all same hand on my blog. It's PJ Loves PJ. Everything is PJ Loves PJ. All righty, everybody, ladies, you um, continue to keep doing great things. Um, I really value your time and dedication to what you both are doing. And um, if nobody, I haven't told you in a while, I'm proud of all of you, um, everybody who's listening. I'm proud of you, Millennia. I'm proud of you, Paja. And I'm definitely um, glad that I have such positive people to um, come in contact with and share such great information. So that's it, ladies. I will definitely um, chat with you all next week with the recap, okay? All righty. Thank you for having me, and I'll talk to you ladies next week. Good night. Good night, night, everybody. I'm going to kick in the music here, so.
self-conscious She has no idea what she's doing in college That major that she majored and don't make no money But she won't drop out her parents to look at her funny Now, tell me that ain't insecure The concept of school seems so secure Sophomore three years ain't picked a career She like, did I just stay down her and do it? Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new heads Cause her baby daddy don't really care She's so precious with the peer pressure Couldn't afford a car so she made her daughter a legacy Yeah, so long that it looked like weave Then she cut it all off, now she looked like Eve And she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe 